Hi, and welcome doctors to this very limited and very special podcast series for dental practice owners just like you. My name is Nermeen Jasani, and I'm a lawyer turned dental practice consultant. And while they might sound a little bit strange, it is very intentional. I created this 10 part series for you specifically because I know so many dental practice owners who know that they wanna grow their practice. They're constantly being sold to by whatever companies are out there. I'm not gonna name the ones, but you know the ones I'm talking about. And I wanted this to be a space for you to be able to evaluate, hey, is this right for me? I don't want you to spend thousands of dollars of your hard earned money and end up investing in something that's not the right fit for you. So that's exactly why I created this 10 part limited series. In this series, you're going to hear from not just me as a practice consultant, but also from other professionals that serve dentists exclusively. So you're going to hear from a tax planner, you're going to hear from a financial planner, you're going to hear from a marketing specialist. And all of this is so that you know exactly who you need when you need to grow your dental practice. So this first episode is appropriately titled, what is a practice consultant, right? What do they really do? How are they really going to help you grow your business? Hi doctors and welcome. My name is Nermeen Jasani, and I'm a lawyer turned dental practice consultant. And this is the wildly successful dental practice podcast. I help dental practice owners like you create a wildly successful dental practice. One where they're not just the associate in their practice, but they're also the CEO. I abhor hacks or gimmicks, and I believe and practice business fundamentals and proven business strategy. There is no one size fits all strategy. Everything needs to be tailored to your unique dental practice, practice specialty area, and revenue goals. This is not about feelings. This is about numbers and making data-driven decisions to grow your practice. Let's get drilling on this episode. So you're probably wondering what exactly a practice consultant is and how are these practice consultants different from each other? So I'm gonna walk you through the kinds of practice consultants I have come across in my time working with dental practice owners. And you will then be able to take this information and see what's the right fit for you, right? Okay, so there are actually tons of practice consultants that focus on very specific areas of your practice. You can have a practice consultant that is coming in just to improve your patient experience and that is all they do. They just focus on the patient experience and the patient flow. So from the first call that they make to you all the way through them booking their follow-up appointment and how all of that works. That includes the handoff between the providers. That includes, you know, follow-up appointments. Is it text messages? Is it phone call? What is the experience like when they are in your waiting room? right? Because the patient experience doesn't just start from when they show up, it starts way before, right? And we are actually going to have an entire episode dedicated to the patient experience. So that is one kind of a dental practice consultant. Then there's another kind that is focused on helping you fill your chair, right? And those are the ones that are training your staff on 
what to tell them when they are in the waiting room, what to tell them when they are waiting for the doctor, right? If the hygienist or the dental assistant is waiting, what's the kind of interaction that needs to happen that gets them to book that next appointment, that gets them to come back, that gets them to accept the treatment planning, right? Okay, then there's a third kind of practice consultant, which is the treatment planning consultant. These are, these can be in-house specialists that you bring on, that you pay a contractor rate for, and they are really there to help do your treatment planning and scheduling, but also to help your staff understand how to do it. And they can come in and they can train your staff on treatment planning because we all know that treatment planning and treatment mining is really where the practice growth and the practice consistency comes from, right? It's, it's looking for the cases. It's presenting the cases in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming to your patient because you don't want them to be numbed up and then they're in your chair and you're saying, and now this is going to cost you $10,000. It's not what you want to have, right? Okay, then there are practice consultants that look at the entire practice itself. That's where I fall in. I am looking at your practice from every single department that's available. I'm looking at it from the patient experience perspective. I'm looking at it from a technology and efficiency perspective. I'm looking at it from a provider and how the providers stack up against each other and making sure that each provider is carrying a fair amount of weight when it comes to um, the practice revenue itself, right? Because you don't want to have a practice where one provider is 70% or more responsible for the revenue because what happens then? What happens if that provider leaves? What happens if that provider gets sick, right? You don't want to be in that situation because that is essentially not a healthy practice. That's too much pressure on one person to deliver the numbers. Even if, and I will say this, 99% of the time it's the practice owner that is responsible for driving the you know, patient revenue, for driving the production numbers, for driving the collection numbers, right? And I've worked in those practices and our biggest goal is just to get other practice uh, practice providers in who can share the responsibility or to start sharing more responsibility along the way, right? Okay, so one of the things that you want to think about when it comes to choosing your practice consultant, and this is one of the things that I notice a lot of dental practice owners don't ask at the beginning of the stage and they kind of suffer through it after they've hired and paid and made this investment. You wanna ask who's going to do the work. What do I mean by that? Okay, you are a practice owner. You have your clinical hours where you are chair side, then you are maybe doing some team meetings and checking in with your team to make sure things are running smoothly. You're also maybe looking at your practice numbers. You don't wanna bring on a practice consultant that's not going to do some of this work for you. If there's a practice consultant who says, okay, well, here's a strategy on a piece of paper, that's a beautiful piece of paper, but it needs to go further than the piece of paper. It needs to get executed and it needs to get implemented into your specific practice. So what do I mean by that? Let me give you a really great example. Say with a strategist, they're a marketing strategist and they give you this beautiful marketing plan that's going to help you double your patient 
growth and it's going to lead to 97% patient retention and all these numbers that they're throwing at you and you're like, wow, this is so great. I'm going to be on YouTube and this is going to be wonderful. And then you, you need to then start asking, okay, so who's going to shoot the video? Who is going to post it on YouTube? Who is going to create the website? Who is going to manage the Google reviews? Who is going to manage the process when the Google reviews are negative? What is the process for when the Google reviews are negative? How are we going to communicate? How often are we going to communicate? Are you going to come into my office or are we going to meet virtually? If we meet virtually, how often are we meeting virtually? These are the really important questions you want to ask. Do you know why? When I started working with dental practice owners and just business owners in general, I noticed that I would tell them, Hey, here are the things I want you to do by the next meeting. I need you to find three social media people who will post to your Instagram and that are, that are in this budget that we've set aside. Two weeks would go by. We'd come for the next meeting and be like, okay, great. Where are we? Like, did you talk to any social media people? No, I didn't get a chance to, it just got really busy in the practice and I've been meaning to, I've got, you know, three people's contact information. I just haven't been able to send them an email yet. This is a very normal conversation that practice consultants have with practice owners. Now, because this conversation kept happening so often, I decided that I was just going to be responsible for that part. I now have a network of social media people, a network of website developers, a network of SEO experts that when my client says, yes, this is what we need to do. I immediately put them in touch with two or three of those people that are in that budget range. And then I make sure that the work is getting done. I make sure that the client is showing up for the phone calls. I make sure that, you know, the phone calls are scheduled, not during practice hours, but before or after so that questions can be answered. And I'm there to help ask and answer certain questions. And just to make sure that everyone is clear on responsibilities. The company is going to do this. The doctor is going to do this. This is how everything falls in line on a weekly, on a monthly basis. This is the frequency of the calls. This is the frequency of the check-ins. You need to have that level of support. If you are going to hire someone to help you do the things that you need to do in your practice, you need some form of accountability built into it because it's really nice to have a beautiful piece of paper that says, here's your marketing plan, but then it also has to get executed. And you as a practice owner may not know who to talk to, right? And I'll be completely honest here. The social media people I use and the website people I use are not the ones who are building everyone else's website and everyone else's social media, right? Because we don't need to see more clean teeth pictures. That's not engaging content. That's not resulting in people picking up the phone and calling you, right? Like that is, that's not going to be the stuff that gets it done. So, you know, when I'm looking at these professionals to connect my clients with, I'm looking for the ones who are doing it different. I'm looking for the ones who don't make the same thing that everyone else does. Right. And it also has to be in line with your budget. So those are like really important key pieces for you to think about when you are hiring a practice consultant. Hi doctors, Nermeen here. I know you're really busy, but I'm 100% sure that you can find 30 minutes in your very busy schedule to talk to me about how you can grow your practice. All you have to do is click on the link below and schedule a consult call with me, which is totally free and there's no obligation. 
And I want you to know that I'm not like the other consultants. I'm not here to force you or to push you. I really want you to know that I'm here to help you grow your practice in a way that feels best for you. Take a look at the link below and I look forward to our conversation. Now, the final thing here that I will make note on practice consultants is you want to make sure that they can actually deliver the results that they are saying that they're gonna deliver. Look, no one can guarantee results. I don't guarantee results, right? There are so many factors that result in how you actually get to practice revenue growth. It's not just one thing, it's a combination of things that are actually working together. And no practice consultant is gonna be able to tell you, I'm gonna work with you for six months and I'm gonna get you 100% new clients and 2X revenue. They're just not gonna be able to do that. And if they do, you should run, number one. <laughs> number two, you want to make sure that they are experienced, that they have done this before for other practice owners, that they have a, a track record. I don't think you necessarily need to talk to practice owners that have worked for that practice or other practices, other dentists that have worked with that person, but I think that if it is someone who is a valued expert, someone who comes in from your financial planner, your tax planner, you should definitely consider having a conversation with them, but also ask these questions. You know, what is the plan? How do you communicate with us? How often do you communicate? Do you come in person? Are you virtual? What do you charge? Is that based on an hourly rate or is that a monthly flat fee? You want to ask these questions. You don't just want to listen to people's success stories because I see this happening a lot at these big dental practice conventions and events. It sort of feels a little bit like a Tony Robbins experience where everyone's really excited and they're like, this company helped me 3X my revenue and my kid's now going to Harvard, yeah! We've all seen that, we've all heard that. It's, it's kind of cringe, to be completely honest. For me, in my taste, that's not what I enjoy. I enjoy like the one-to-one. -one. Okay, so what do you do? Okay, so how do you do it? And how are you gonna help me grow? What, what specifically can you help me with? Because the thing is that you don't wanna wa work with a practice consultant that's gonna come in with a binder of prearranged stuff that they've used in other practices, and now they're going to try to put the same systems in for your practice, right? I will tell you that all of my dental practice owners are different. They are different in their age, in their personality, in their specialty. No two are the same, right? And so for me, I cannot have the same manual for all practice owners. But what I can tell you is that we have similar practices. Here's what I mean by that. Monthly check-in on financials, production versus collection. Everyone has their own unique KPIs. We also measure different KPIs for different practices. So for one practice, it might be super important to look at the uh, percentage of you know, accepted treatment cases. For another practice, it might be more important to look at a different KPI. That won't even be a KPI that we consider, right? That's number one. Number two is always looking at what's the patient experience overall. No matter what, we wanna guarantee a, an amazing patient experience. It's gotta be like that Ritz-Carlton feel because that is actually what's going to result in the patient coming back. That's repeat revenue, that's the lifetime value of patients that goes up every time. And then it also results in the referral, right? So 
Every single client I work with has a different patient experience, but patient experience is incredibly important. It is absolutely one of the pillars of being a successful dental practice owner, right? So this was just part one. This is just episode one of all the amazingness that I'm going to share with you on the inside track of what it looks like when you have a dental practice consultant. Now, through this process, you're going to hear me talk about things. You're also gonna hear me and my colleagues and trusted advisors talk about things. And it's all to help you figure out what your practice should look like. Because the last thing I want you to do is copy someone else's practice. It never looks the same, it never feels the same because it's not your practice, right? And it could be that what you thought you wanted from your practice looks very different than what this other person has. I see this really often with people who want multiple practice locations, when really what they want is just one practice that is generating three to five million in revenue, rather than three little ones in three completely different parts of the state that you're driving to with a million and a half each to get you to that, you know, three, four, five million dollar number, right? So I want you to know that it's all gonna be different for everyone. Your practice is gonna be different from the woman who you went to dental school with, right? Versus the guy who's in your study club, right? Like these are all gonna be different practices. You can definitely learn and take pieces of, yes, I want that, no, I don't want that. But I don't want you to build your model as a full duplicate of someone else's practice. That's never gonna work. So stay tuned in to this podcast series. I am so excited that you are here and listening. And if you wanna get in touch with me, if you wanna talk about the CEO Study Club, if you wanna talk about how we can work together, all of that information is in the show notes. But if you're wondering, my contact information is Nermeen, N-E-R-M-I-N, at wearws.com. Thank you so much for listening into episode one. And I will be back with the next episode which you're definitely gonna to wanna to listen into because I'm peeling back the layers of what it means to have a wildly successful dental practice. Thanks for listening in. Bye doctors.